It's time for Nicole Sandler's What's News from NicoleSandler.com and the Progressive Voices Network. Well, that was underwhelming. The few pages released Thursday from the Fulton County, Georgia Grand Jury Report provided even less information than we'd expected. The most newsworthy revelation was the paragraph that said the grand jury believed at least one witness lied while testifying under oath and recommended the prosecutors, quote, seek appropriate indictments against those they believe lied. We also learned that the jurors unanimously found no evidence of widespread fraud in the election, undercutting Donald Trump's persistent lies that he won. Of course, the response from Trump was typical. He outlandishly claimed that the excerpts were a, quote, total exoneration. Yeah, they're anything but. And now we wait for District Attorney Fonnie Willis's next move. Meanwhile, another document dump on Thursday was much larger and definitely more interesting. Dominion Voting Systems, you remember them, the company that sells electronic voting equipment, they filed a $1.6 billion defamation lawsuit against Fox <coughs> News and its parent company, Fox Corporation, saying that Fox employees and guests deliberately amplified false claims that Dominion changed votes in the 2020 election. As the April start of the trial approaches, Dominion released a tranche of court filings on Thursday with some huge revelations, including actual text messages and emails from Fox personalities like Tucker Carlson, Sean Hannity, Laura Ingram, all of them admitting that they knew the story was bogus. CNN's media reporter Oliver Darcy saying, I think these messages really just expose Fox News as a propaganda network. That's what they do at the core. I mean, they show in excruciating detail that the highest ranking executives at Fox News, uh, Rupert Murdoch, Suzanne Scott, the CEO, as well as some of the top hosts, like you just mentioned, Sean Hannity, Tucker Carlson, Laura Ingram, they knew, they privately knew these election fraud claims from the, the Trump team were nonsense. They used very harsh language to describe them, but they allowed these lies to take hold on the network's air. Your original source for fake news, Fox News. We make shit up. Stay tuned. Environmental Protection Agency Administrator Michael Regan on Thursday traveled to East Palestine, Ohio. He promised that the Biden administration will get to the bottom of the train derailment that resulted in a fire and toxic chemical spill a few weeks ago. The visit came hours after a very tense town hall meeting where angry residents demanded that town officials address ongoing safety issues. The railroad, Norfolk Southern, had agreed to participate, but then backed out before the meeting ever started. In a news conference with Senator Sherrod Brown, the EPA administrator said, the community has questions and we hear you, and added, we are absolutely going to hold Norfolk Southern accountable. Authorities say that air monitoring has not detected any air quality problems, but officials are urging residents to drink bottled water until testing shows that their wells are safe. But wait, there's more. Authorities are now investigating after another Norfolk Southern train carrying hazard materials derailed Thursday outside of Detroit. 
Local police say, again, there's no evidence of exposed hazardous materials. And in this case, none of the train cars containing hazardous materials were compromised. Police say that no injuries have been reported. But this derailment comes less than two weeks after another of Norfolk Southern's trains carrying toxic chemicals derailed in East Palestine, Ohio, where residents remain frustrated and fearful, and understandably so, about exposure. Next door in Pennsylvania, the junior senator, John Fetterman, checked himself into Walter Reed National Military Medical Center on Wednesday night to receive treatment for clinical depression. Fetterman had been hospitalized last week after feeling lightheaded and, of course, after suffering a stroke during his 2022 campaign for the Senate. His chief of staff, in a statement released Thursday afternoon, said while John has experienced depression on and off throughout his life, it only became severe in recent weeks. He added that Fetterman is receiving inpatient care on a voluntary basis. It is worth noting that Fetterman is not the first senator to suffer from depression, but he is certainly one of the first to ever publicly acknowledge that he's receiving treatment for it thanks to the stigma surrounding mental health issues. But the stigma is illogical. Mental illnesses are among the most common health conditions in the U.S., according to the CDC. More than 50% of us will be diagnosed with a mental illness or disorder at some point in our lives. President Biden on Thursday said his administration still doesn't know exactly what those mysterious objects flying over North American airspace were. But he said there's no indication they were tied to China's sky balloon program or surveillance vehicles from other countries. And the administration has already warned us that they were not extraterrestrial beings. Okay, if you say so. They did say that the objects were most likely balloons tied to private institutions or research. Sure. Separately, the president underwent a routine physical on Thursday, and his physician said he remains healthy and vigorous and is, quote, fit to successfully execute the duties of the presidency. Wow, it's nice to have a normal medical expert talking about the health of the president. Just saying. From the Miracles Do Happen files, at least three more people have been rescued alive from the rubble of the devastating earthquake that struck Turkey and Syria 10 days ago. A rescued 17-year-old was dubbed the Miracle Girl when she was found alive underneath the debris in Turkey on Thursday, 248 hours after the quake hit on February 6th. Her rescue was then followed by the rescue of two others, a 30-year-old and a 12-year-old, who told rescuers that there were more people buried nearby. The death toll is devastating. Almost 44,000 people are now confirmed to have died in the region following the quake. And finally, in a move I'm grateful for as he's countering the authoritarian practices of Florida's governor, President Biden on Thursday signed an executive order directing federal agencies to step up efforts to address racial inequality and systemic racism. Biden called for extending a review of long-standing disparities in government services and treatment that he ordered on his first day in office and for making it an annual requirement for federal agencies. The order, signed during Black History Month, shows that Biden is serious about the commitment he made when he took office to put equity at the center of how this government operates. Biden saying, by advancing equity, the federal government can support and empower all Americans. That sure sounds a lot better than... We fight the woke and the left.
legislature. We fight the woke in the schools. We fight the woke in the corporations. We will never, ever surrender to the woke mob. Florida is where woke goes to die. You think? And that's just a bit of what's news for now. I'm Nicole Sandler. If you appreciate these reports and the Nicole Sandler Show, I hope you'll consider making a contribution. My work is listener-supported, and I can't do it without your help. Find out more at NicoleSandler.com, and please click on that donate button.